It's the Rebel Yell podcast on the Trib Live High School Sports Network. We are here saluting our WPIAL Boys Basketball Player of the Week, second to the last week of the regular season, one more week, and then we are into the postseason. He is Lorenzo Gardner, one of the uh, all-time greats at uh, Manesson High School, having another fantastic season as he is winding down his uh, – his high school career um, has already eclipsed a thousand points and is well on his way to more milestones, hopefully team milestones. Um, we're going to talk about the, uh, the Greyhounds and their chances coming up in the, uh, in the uh, WPIL playoffs right now, sitting in first place in section two, Lorenzo, we appreciate you joining us. Thanks pal. Thank you for having me, sir. Now look at the, uh, look at the hair. Let's start with that. We'll talk basketball, but um, so you, before we got started, you said you usually get it done. Now, what does that mean when you get it done? I usually like two strand my hair or like just get it braided in different styles just so it's not like, you know, just poofy in the way when I'm playing. Sports. Now, did the, so wearing it like that, it, it, it'll get in your way? Mm, not really right now because I do got a haircut, but like it, at times, yeah, it, it tends to like get in the way. But you're, you're not gonna throw a headband on there, are you? Ain't throw no headband on. I ain't that old. <laughs> <laughs> All right, looks good. No, don't mess with it. it looks good. It looks good. Um, so uh, you guys uh, secure first place with a big victory. Let's talk about these two wins this past week and your contributions, which were major in, uh, in both victories. Um, it started, uh, for the Greyhounds, uh, Tuesday, you guys, uh, had a big showdown for, uh, or no, that was later in the week. Tuesday it was, uh, Jefferson Morgan, which is also having a, a pretty good season. They will be, uh, playoff bound when all is said and done. You drop 30 on the Rockets. Uh, you guys win a tight one. Uh, on the road, 58-55. Talk about your game and just talk about the victory for the Hounds. Uh, all right. Going into the Jeff Morgan game, I feel like Coach Bosnick prepared us into going on the road because, you no, know, playing on the road is more tough than playing at home. Just versatile. Like, it's just different. But, uh, no, nah, going into the week, we knew we had to show up and play basketball since we recently just lost to West Green previous week. You know, coming into that week, we just worked hard and just, you know, we game planned for each each team. But the, the the Jefferson Morgan game, were you having more success on the blocks or, or, or out on the perimeter? Uh I actually I actually shot the ball very well against Jefferson Morgan. It's like they were just almost in like sitting in a zone, but like they was they was playing a little bit of man, so they would switch it up. They were just leaving me open for the three points, so I was just taking confident shots, just shooting. But I did have some success on the blocks, though, getting rebounds and just second chance points. Yeah, um, crashing the boards. Uh, do you do you feel that's one of your strong points? Uh, actually, I don't feel like it's a strong point, but it's more something I could just I have to just do more often and just consistently you feel me like I have to do it more consistently instead of just when I want to because that's one thing that coach Bosnick always tell us like follow your shot crash the rebound and 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 uh, you know I mean that's what coaches will also preach is that 
Um, you don't have to be um, the tallest guy in the world. What, what, how tall are you? I'm 6'3". Well, that's got some, that's a, that's a pretty good size. I'm sure you got some pretty good hops too, but the rebounding is more about desire. We, I, I see almost every Friday and Tuesday teams that when you look on one side of the court, they're warming up. They're kind of small, you know, don't have a whole lot of size. And then you look on the other court uh, side of the court, you see six, four, six, five, six, three. And you think, man, it's going to be a long night for that smaller team. And then the, the, the smaller team holds their own on the boards. It's, it's amazing, isn't it? Yes, I feel like it's just more the desire, wanting to yep. rebound, and going for the basketball, like just more, more hungry. And you mean just wanting to play basketball, like. Yep, that's a good call. Um, so you guys pick up the uh, the big win over Jefferson Morgan. Not looking ahead to the big showdown with West Green. You mentioned two games uh, close to each other, almost just over a week apart. The two meetings with uh, with West Green, they beat you guys um at, at at your place so you guys go there uh, a beautiful week in green county for the greyhounds um you go to west green and again model of consistency lorenzo you drop 30 uh and you guys pick up a, a huge win 66 55 what was uh, the key for you and the team having a successful night against the pioneers uh well going into that game I would say we had the mindset of what we needed to do differently from the first time we've seen them and just coach being on top of us, knowing we're a better team and we just got outworked. Like West Green wanted to win more than we did when we played them at home. So going into there, I I ain't going to lie. And personally, I just, I didn't want to lose another section because like playing for Bosnick all my four years, I have three section championships now instead of, could have had four, but freshman year, we ain't going to talk about that. But <laughs> like Just going into the year, uh, Coach Bosnick sets these goals, these checkpoints we have to get to, and it's always going to be the section, Whippeo, State. Like we have, so we have milestones we have to pass. And sure. We're here now. We, didn't, we got the section. So we got to finish the season strong and then go on and just keep playing. Do you feel maybe the team – in when West Green came to your place the the previous week, you think you may have taken them a little lightly? Yeah. If I'm going to be completely honest with you, uh, it was my first game back off of an injury. I I, I wouldn't want to say I rushed it, but, like, I definitely, like, wanted to get back out on the court and just help the team. So going into that game, we were, like, playing – like, we came into the game too confident and under underlooking them, like, thinking that they were just going to – Sure. Lay down, but in reality, they really came in and played better basketball than we did. Yep. It's a rough game. Like they just, I feel like they just outworked us. Well, you guys flipped the flipped the script, and you guys uh, uh, outplayed them uh, at their place uh, on Friday. Coming up with a big sixty six fifty five victory puts you guys alone in first place with only a couple of section games remaining. If you don't mind me asking, what was the injury and how you feeling? Uh, well, we had went on the road and we were at, uh, Beth center. It was like a one or two o'clock game. Uh, it was just, it got, we got out to a quick start and I had caught the ball on the, like towards foul line area. And I just had, t- I shot a jump shot and I came down and I landed on the, uh, on the player's shoe and just tw- rolled it real bad. 
but you feel all right now? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's slowly. I mean, like the progress is getting there day by day. I just gotta keep rehabbing the ice and doing everything I gotta do. But me playing on it isn't like. I mean, I would say it's like it's just something to like adapt to. Like it's the mindset that I'm really not hurt. It's just gonna always be there. I just gotta keep playing through it. So, is it one of those injuries where when you're out on the floor, the adrenaline's pumping, you're feeling good, it doesn't really hinder you. But when you're home and mom asks you to take the garbage out, then all of a sudden the ankles, oh, it's really bothering me. Yeah, I'll say it's a little bit of both. Like, <laughs> it's definitely a little bit of both. But All right. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you got to nurse it. You don't, like you said, you don't want to rush it. Um, Lorenzo Gardner of Manesson, uh, outstanding senior, is uh, kind enough to join us here on the Rebel Yell podcast. Two games this past week on the road at Jefferson Morgan, and I've been to Jefferson Morgan to see a basketball game. It's and it, it can be, um, it can be loud. Uh, and the Rockets are having a good season too. And West Green, same situation. They're you know it's a battle for first place. I'm sure the place was rocking. You do you? Uh, some players enjoy being the bad guy, being the heel, being, you know, when you're on the road in a hostile environment. Do you thrive on that? Does it get you a little more pumped up when, when everybody's booing you? Yeah, I actually, I feel like I tend to play better when it's like moments like that or like when the game's just closer. Like, I just sure. like, I like the, like the feeling. I just love, like, I love the crowd. I just, I like that. That just makes me just want to play better. You mentioned um, the success that you guys have had in your tenure uh, with the, the the three section championships uh, that you're trying to lock up. Um, you guys have um, have not been able to have that long playoff run though. Um, lost in the first round uh, when you were in ninth grade. Lost in the quarterfinals to uh, Greensburg Central Catholic. Uh, two years ago, and then last year losing in the quarters to Carlinton, and then you lost in the consolation round to Aquinas Academy. Um, what makes, in your heart of hearts, what makes this team different that you believe will be able to make a, a long run in the district playoffs? Uh, personally, I just feel like this season compared to last season, like, yeah, I feel like last year and like the years previous, we had older kids like more leadership like we had older like we had more seniors sure. and just more older kids but now we have like we have a good group of we have like what maybe like three or four seniors uh some juniors and just younger like underclassmen that just i feel like if they if we all just lock in and work on what we need to do at practice then i feel like there's no reason why we shouldn't be on the backside of it at the peak like i feel like but it's 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 also like a process. Like we have to take game sure. by, it's all like we have to take it game by game, and just we all have to just keep doing our parts. Like there's different parts that players play on our team that we all have to do for us to be a good team. Right. Everybody do their part, but nobody feel that they have to do more. Right. It's like once we we bound to do too much or start trying to do our own thing, right. that fall down and start playing behind. Yep. Yep. I mean, you could have all the athletic ability in the world if you if you're if you're not thinking up here, uh, and you try to do too much, then you're probably hurting the team more than uh, than helping the team. It's a great observation. Do you do you relish now as as a senior being in that leadership role? Uh, I like 
it's more like a want to like i need to do that for them to understand that that's what we need to that's the stand that's what needs to be done that's just how we're going to play that's our play style like that's a greyhound basketball we need to do everything we need to trap because like it's like this our coach has different like standards like we when we play offense defense we do different things so it's like me being there and already knowing what he what he wants and needs to be done it's just it's easier to just tell them, yeah, come on, man, let's do this. Let's get this done, and we're going to be all right. Are you vocal, uh, whether it's in practice or or in a game, or are you, you know, you try to let your actions speak? No, I feel like it's more of both. I'm going to be vocal to my teammates and tell them when they're wrong or when – even when I, I tell them, like, even when I'm wrong, y'all can tell me when I'm wrong. Sure. I ever step out of line, y'all can tell me because that's what a teammate's for, to pick each other up and just yep. build. So it's like we're all on the same page and doing everything we got to do. I feel like we're untouchable. Nobody can't beat us. But when we're all doing our own thing in our head, nobody has no leadership. And I ain't going to lie. I tend to do it sometimes. I might put my head down a few times. But as me just being a senior, the only, like, I want to say the only leader, but we have leaders, but we, like, it's just different steps. Like, we have some leaders at practice. Like, I ain't going to lie. We have we have some people at practice that tend to really just pick up the intensity at practice and keep us going. And I ain't going to lie, not every practice is me doing it. That's why I'm glad I have other senior leaders to help me do everything that we need to get done. I appreciate the fact that you're not going to lie. I appreciate that. That's a good thing. That's awesome. Um, the uh, Do you talk trash out there in the heat of the yeah. moment? Yeah, I, I, trash talking is a part of my game because it's like, if well, it depends. If you're going to talk, <laughs> if you're going to talk trash to me first, then right. I might go down there and just – score a bucket and make you be quiet and realize like hold on wait what did I just say but it all depends on how the game's going how it's flowing who we're playing is there anyone on your team that's a bigger trash talker than you yeah there actually is <laughs> we all tend to talk trash on the basketball court who's the biggest one if I'm gonna be completely honest with you I'm gonna say it gotta be Daryl number 30 <laughs> Daryl Ray he he talks. He no matter what team who we're playing, he's always the first one arguing. <laughs> uh, that's beautiful. We I, I did the um, on Friday. I did the Aliquippa Northgate game, and th- both teams were just jawing back and forth at each other. And and to me, you know, as long as you don't cross certain boundaries and it, it doesn't lead to you know silly pushing and shoving and all that stuff. Um, I find that entertaining, but some officials don't, so you got to be careful there. Um, go ahead. I was about to say, officials do not play that. I ain't gonna lie. This this year, this has been the only year where the officials really have been on. Like they have yeah. their like little yeah, like you and you know what I mean. Like they've been running, they've been running the show this year for surely. I ain't yeah. gonna. Yeah. And, and and I, I mean, I, I again in that game alone, five technical fouls, and they were all. Because of verbal, it wasn't pushing or shoving. It was just all verbal things that some of the kids were saying. Um, I, you know, for for those who don't know, Class A basketball. I mean, I, you know, there's because it's the smallest classification. I think that a lot of people, you know, when you start talking about it, maybe uh, maybe don't want to pay attention. But man, oh man, in the WPIL the last few years, Class A basketball has been a hidden gem. It is difficult. There are, I mean, Almonte Christian obviously is sort of uh, on an island by themselves, 
But even after them, you know, you look at Aquinas Academy, you look at Neighborhood Academy, you look at Rochester Union in that section, Carlinton, and then in your section with you guys, West Green, uh, Jefferson Morgan, California, there's some really good depth. When Once we get into the playoffs, it's hard to get from the first round all the way to the championship, and there's probably a lot of people that don't realize that. Yeah, it actually is because there's, there's so many, like, build-ups to the point, okay, you're going to play a good team here or, like, a, an okay team here, and then next week you're going to play a very better team, and then just it's going to keep progressing. Right. But it's it's different though because like in class A it's like oh yeah we're playing like for example we'll play a team like Maple Town and then we'll get into like a first round playoff team and play a team like who who did I say neighborhood Aquinas not maybe yeah. not like Rochester Union all like all the teams that you named they are actually good because I yep. have I have seen them in the backside of the of the season. Like yeah. I had teams before. Do you think, do you, do you look at yourself as a student of the game? Do you follow what's going on elsewhere? Do you, do you like to, to, to watch film, whether it's a, of your team to, to pick up things or whether it's, you know, upcoming opponents? Yeah, I actually do like watching film. Like I, most of the time, nine times out of a 10, as soon as the game's over with, once coach uploads the film, I'm going to watch it. And it's like, our coaches are on us. Like, we have to watch the film. Like it's it's not like we have to, but it's it's more so like we it, we that's what we do. Like and if we're not watching it, there's going to be consequences because we have to comment on what we're doing. <laughs> tell them like that at least that we're getting the understanding that we messed up on the film that we seen it. Right. And telling us so I like watching film just to see like what I could have done differently and what what's coming up like who we're going to see what the team looks like what do they do how do they like you know right? you would. You were telling me before, uh, you're a very well-spoken young man. You obviously have a passion for the game. You told me before that you just came from work, and I asked you about what you know what you were doing, and you said you're keeping score for the uh, for the young the young kids playing, uh, which which is awesome. Do you see yourself once your playing days are over, possibly getting into in, into coaching? I ain't gonna lie, <laughs> that's a great question because like. Honestly, it's like if I feel like I can make like make somebody have a better understanding of to what sure. they of course I'm gonna wanna be able to teach them and show them the right way on how to do it. Especially I'm not saying it, but like me already knowing some of the game of basketball would be more easier. So I ain't gonna lie, coaching job don't sound too bad. So in a few years if you see me on the sideline <laughs> without I'm gonna say you pointed me in the right direction. We'll have you as uh, – it'll be Coach Gardner instead of uh, Lorenzo Gardner uh, on the thing. No, I, I, like I said, uh, I'm impressed with the just the knowledge just in our little chat here. Um, you seem to have a passion. And, again, if you, if you don't uh, – if you if you like with the <clears throat> work with – whether you are coaching little guys or, or, or high school kids, um, just as you said, teaching everything that you have been taught and passing it on to to the younger guys. That's that's awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, let's have some uh, let's have some fun here. I'm going to ask you to choose or rank various things. We'll start the traditional question here on the podcast: spring, summer, fall, winter. Rank those four. Uh, 
I gotta go with summer, mm -hmm. spring. Then it's like I would say fall, then winter. But it's but I don't want to say winter could be the fourth because like I like winter. It's like okay. But at the same time, I just rather it be hot outside, nice where I could wear shorts and a t-shirt. Everybody that I've asked this year, winter's been fourth except for Emma Larkin from Guybo Catholic. She just said winter was her first because she likes skiing. But they they despise winter. Oh, I hate the cold weather. But it's <laughs> yeah. you're, it's fourth for you, but you don't hate it. Yeah, it's like I don't have a hate for it, but I ain't gonna lie. It's like I just it, it all depends. Like, you know, when you just go outside and then you look at the snow and it's just all white outside, looks nice. The snow. Yeah. I like that. But then it's okay. like, I don't want to go outside and be in the cold. <laughs> yeah. Especially if you're in a t-shirt and shorts, that's probably a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk holidays. I'm going to give you three. You rank them. Um, Memorial Day, 4th of July, Labor Day. Fourth of July, I gotta be first. Uh, then I'll go Memorial Day and then Labor Day. Yeah, because Labor Day, you're going back to school, right? I, I think I don't know. Did I'm not sure. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm not say yeah. Right. Back in school. All right. Three more: Easter, Thanksgiving, Christmas. Christmas, Thanksgiving, then Easter. Okay. Um. Which one, Jello or pudding? I gotta go Jello. What what what's your favorite flavor, Jello? Uh, if I'm gonna be honest, I like I like the blue and the orange one. Okay, I like orange as well. Um, you are you a pizza guy? Yeah, I like pizza. Do you like the real thick crust or do you prefer the thin crust? Uh. It, it all depends, but if I'm going to be completely honest, I really don't go for the thick crust. I'll go for okay. just the regular or the thin, depending all on right. how. Fair enough. Uh, hot dogs. You like hot dogs? I tend to eat a hot dog here and now, like every here and again, but like, okay. I, not really like a go-to or like a, yeah, I want a hot dog. Like, you feel but if there's nothing else and you're going to say, okay, I'll have a hot dog, what do you put on it? Topping. I'm a, a very picky guy. I'm going to go plain. Very nice. See, now, when I eat a plain hot dog, people look at me like, you know, I have four eyes. And I, and I kind of do. But um, good. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, we're on the same page there. <laughs> All right, uh, earbuds or headphones? Uh, earbuds. I like I like the uh, wireless, like AirPods. Yeah, the headphones are going to mess your hair up, right? <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, that's my. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Would you rather go on the beach or would you rather head up to the mountains? I'd rather go on the beach. Okay. Um. Cereal, morning cereal. Okay, do you eat morning cereal every once in a while? Yeah, I will. It all depends on if I get up. If I get up, and okay, well, let's assume you get up. Yeah. What What are your two or three favorite uh cold cereals? I gotta go with 
Fruity Pebbles. Oh, nice. Captain Crunch. Nice. And Frosted Flakes. My man. Excellent. We have so much in common here. And I, I used to have hair like that, too, when <laughs> long, 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 long time ago. All right. Rank these three things. Chicken, steak, and fish. Uh, just how you said it. Chicken, steak. Okay. Um, do you prefer chicken nuggets or chicken wings? I ain't going to lie. I, can, I, can I equal them? Like, can they be the same? Like, <laughs> chicken is really a go-to meal for me. Like, chicken. All right. But I wouldn't really matter. I would have the chicken wings or the chicken nuggets. We can have a tie. We can have a tie between. Now, when you have the nuggets, do you have a, like a dipping sauce, a favorite dipping sauce? Yeah. What is it? Oh, a ranch. Okay. Wings, do you prefer boneless or bone-in? Uh, boneless, I got. Yeah, I'm okay. Okay, all right. I, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to. You know, give you a, a headache here. You know, it's just no. You, you you can pretty much say whatever. I don't want you to 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 worry about these. Okay, final one. All right. Kansas City Chiefs, San Francisco 49ers. Who wins? San Francisco. I ain't gonna lie. I'm going with the 49ers. Why? Because it's like Mahomes is a good guy. Like I I've been seeing him win these last couple years, and it's like. Yeah, it's like, okay, okay, good. I mean, I like Travis Kelsey too. I like. I, it's not like Kansas City. Like, I, don't I agree. You get, to, but you just get tired of seeing them win. Get one. I want to see them. Yeah, yeah, they got some good dudes too. All right. So Lorenzo says San Francisco. Young man, appreciate the uh, the visit. Congratulations, sixty points in two games. Two big section wins to solidify Manesson a top section two. One more week in the regular season and then uh, off to the playoffs, hopefully a long playoff run for the Greyhounds. Lorenzo, appreciate it. Uh, take care, young man, and I, I, I hope to see you in the next few weeks. Thank you for having me. Uh, you take care too. All right. I appreciate it. Lorenzo Gardner, senior from Manesson, uh, is our player of the week. 30 points, in a victory over Jefferson Morgan, 30 points in a victory over Wes Green. And the Hounds are uh, off and running. Um, again, but Class A, Class A is going to be tough. Uh, no question about that. It has been over the last few years underrated, in, in my opinion, as far as the depth is concerned. And I think it's going to be that way uh, once again. All right, let me see if I can open this up, and we will um, get everybody caught up to date with what's going on. Okay, we, we talked 6A, 5A, and 4A in our Team of the Week podcast, Boys Basketball Team of the Week, which was the Mount Lebanon Blue Devils. Now let's uh, go, we'll go starting Class A, since we've been talking Class A basketball, and then we'll move up the ladder to 2A and 3A. Uh, in Section 2, Manesson, uh, a one-game lead over West Green. They are two up on California. Jefferson Morgan, a solid fourth place right now. Section 3, defending champion Imani Christian now has a two-game lead over the Neighborhood Academy. Aquinas Academy in third, 
Fourth place still up for grabs. St. Joe's has a one-game lead in the loss column over both Hillel Academy and the Summit Academy. Section 1 of Class A, both Rochester and Union deadlocked at uh, 7 and 1. Just want to check here. Uh, They uh, will battle each other on Tuesday uh, at Union High School for the Section 1 championship. I believe we're going to have that one on HSSN. Uh, Avella sits in third place. They are a game up on fourth place Carlinton. The Cougars are a game up on Cornell in the battle for the fourth and final playoff spot. 2A Section 1, Aliquippa has clinched a share of the section title. Impressive victory uh, at Northgate on Friday. The Flames are in second place. They are a game in front of Shenango. And then fourth place, still up for grabs. So Wickley Academy enters the final week one game ahead of Southside. The uh, Panthers will close out with games at Shenango and then probably the game that will decide a playoff berth, Sewickley Academy hosting Southside on Friday. Section 2, Bishop Canavan in first place, one game up on Eden Christian Academy. Those two teams play on Tuesday at Eden Christian. Uh, Winchester Thurston is in third place. Nazareth Prep and Propel Montour battling Propel Braddock Hills for a playoff spot out of Section 2. Greensburg Central Catholic has clinched the Section 3 title outright. They are a perfect 10-0. Jeanette is in second place by one game over Sarah Catholic. Good battle for fourth place. Both Clareton and Springdale are even in the loss column. Clareton has played one more game. They're 6-5. and five. The Dynamos are 5-5. Five and five. Section 4-2A, Fort Cherry has a one-game lead over Burgettstown. The Blue Devils are a game in front of Chartier's Houston. Uh, right now in fourth place, the Frazier Commodores uh, at 5-5. Five and five. Finally, in Class 3A, Section 1, Mohawk has clinched at least a share of the section championship. They have a two-game lead over Nishanik, who they will be playing on Friday. Elwood City sits in third place. And then Beaver Falls uh, comfortably in fourth place. Section two, Seton LaSalle, uh, 10 and 0, uh, one game ahead of Our Lady of the Sacred Heart. They visit the Chargers coming up this week. South Park and Stowe Rocks are tied for third place, but right on their heels, one game back, is Keystone Oaks. Section three, defending champion Deer Lakes has a two game lead over Shadyside Academy. They have clinched at least a share of the section title. Right now, Derry and Burl are deadlocked for third place. Section 4 of 3A, Yawk has a one-game, uh, is, is tied for first place, I should say, uh, after beating Washington this past week. The Cougars and the Little Prexies are uh, deadlocked for first. They're one game ahead of Mount Pleasant, and I believe Washington still has two games left with the Vikings Yawk has one game left with Mount Pleasant. Uh, McGuffey sits right now in fourth place. So the teams that have clinched in those three classifications coming into the final week of the regular season, uh, 3A Section 1, Mohawk, Nishanik, Elwood City, Beaver Falls, all in. 
Only seat LaSalle and Our Lady of the Sacred Heart have clinched from Section 2. Deer Lake, Shadyside Academy, Derry, and Burrow in from Section 3. Washington, Yawk, and Mount Pleasant are in from Section 4. Um, 2A, Aliquippa, Northgate, Shenango have clinched from Section 1. Bishop Canavan, Eden Christian Academy, and Winchester Thurston. Good from Section 2. GCC and Jeanette in from Section 3. And Fort Cherry, Burgettstown, and Chartiers, Houston are in from Section 4. Finally, Class A, Rochester, Union, Avella have clinched in Section 1. Manesson, West Green, California, Jefferson, Morgan from Section 2. And Armani Christian Neighborhood Academy and Aquinas Academy from Section 3 have clinched. All right, big time thanks to Lorenzo Gardner of Manesson. Thanks to our producer, Chris Lackner. I'm Don Rebel. Strap it up. We're headed for the final week of the 2024 high school basketball regular season. Key games here, key games there, everywhere uh, coming up on Trib HSSN as we get ready for the 2024 WPIL basketball playoffs. Rebel Yell Podcast, wrap it up on the Trib Live High School Sports Network.